I'm Sarah Fetsky. This is St. Louis on the Air. If you want to laugh, press 1 now. If you want to cry, press 2. If you want to think, press 3. If you want your bank balance, credit score, or phone sex, you're in the wrong place. Please hang up. Find what you need when you call Human Resources. Presented by The Rep through April 11th. The Repertory Theater of St. Louis has been mixing it up in the pandemic. They've done plays and readings on Zoom. They hosted a memorable drive through show for kids over Christmas. It was a riff on the snowy day. But their newest production may be their most creative yet. It's called Human Resources. And joining us today to talk about it is Hannah Sharif, Artistic Director of the Repertory Theater. Hannah, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Delighted to be here with you. So, Hannah, you're asking people to pay for the pleasure of calling what feels a lot like a customer service helpline. Why would anyone want to do that? Indeed, that is exactly what human resources is. You know, um, I first came upon the uh, the Telephonic Literary Union's work um, earlier this year and had the kind of extraordinary experience of going through this myself, going, oh, for $7, why not see what this experience is? And I was just so taken by the choose your own adventure experience and by the uh, surprising array of emotions that I felt as I continued to dial my way through the experience. Um, I'm a new mom. I have a, a seven-month-old, and uh, often in the wee hours of the morning, uh, <laughs> during my time uh, with a very awake baby, I found myself picking up at two o'clock in the morning and dialing the number again, and and going back into the experience and having this sense of connection. And I found it so profound as an experience during this pandemic that I knew I wanted to be able to bring that to St. Louis audiences. Hmm. So I know you don't want to give away. Too- too much of what happens when people enter into this phone tree. But is there an actual plot that people end up picking up on? Yes. I mean, as you start to have options, you know, it truly is a sense of choose your number and you go down a bit of a rabbit hole. And each step of the journey, you have some agency in whether you continue or you hang up and dial back in and start a whole new thread. And so um, I would I would offer that each thread does have its own specific um, uh, story journey. And there is a sense of continuity between the many threads that you only discover if you Uh, keep dialing back in. Hmm. I feel like so many times when we call a customer support line, we're desperate to eventually get to a live human being. And yet when I sort of pioneered, (laughs) I I got to call this line this morning. You guys were were kind enough to give me a little preview here. I was kind of terrified that at some point I was going to get to a live human being because I have no customer service issue to complain about. Does that ever happen for callers to the show where if you you keep pressing zero, eventually you're going to get an actor who's ready to talk to you. I don't want to give away whether or not you get to a live person, but what I will say is the end game of each of your choices delivers its own experience. Hmm. Um, and uh, and I will also, I, I, this might, I don't know if I'm sharing too much, but um, uh, some lucky callers will, will hit the right combination to find a little Easter egg uh, in the journey. Um, uh, So uh, I I offered that tidbit for those who are adventurous and motivated by a prize. There there is a 
super secret happiness code to be found with just the right combination uh, of, of experiences. Okay, you are inspiring me to get back on there and, and keep pressing this phone tree. <laughs> I, I can see how this would appeal to people who loved Choose Your Own Adventures as a kid. Indeed. And I think that, you know, the surprise for me is that it's not one thing. There's a lot of humor, but there's a lot of heart. And for those of us who have missed being in the theater, who have missed being connected to other people because of the isolation, there's something about this audio experience and going back to a, a an, an innovative technology from the past to guide us back to each other that I find really moving and compelling. And I think our audiences will too. And you're in control. It's $7. You have four days to dial in as often as you want. And to go down that that road at being maybe exasperated, maybe moved, maybe moved to laughter, moved to tears. Um, there are so many wonderful um, uh, storylines to explore. And mm-hmm. it's all at your fingertips where you get to be in control. I got to say, it's hard to imagine something like a customer service line being the basis of a theater production pre-COVID. In some ways, have all the restrictions of the virus made theater people have to get so much more creative than ever they would have even anticipated? Absolutely. I mean, one of the challenges of this moment is that we saw this global shutdown of the industry and people across the globe dealing with stay-at-home orders. And as a theater practitioner who understands that fundamentally my work is about connecting human beings, Mm -hmm. that at a moment where we needed connection more than anything, our stages were dark. And artists are people who, who really thrive off of the sense of being able to connect to the humanity of others. And so... There was no way that that could um, maintain itself bottled up. And so what you've seen is this pushing of boundaries, this wondrous exploration that artists feel in this over the course of this past year to be able to create and find new methods of 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 connecting whether it's through zoom or the internet or the phone um i've seen pieces that were done in morse code uh (laughs) pieces that take on crossword puzzles and 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 lean into some of our kind of private quiet um uh methodologies of decompressing and really bringing them to the surface so that people feel a little less alone and a little more clear that um, their journey reflects the journey of many others. And that sense of connectivity, I think, has helped get us through this last year. Do you think once we really are through this pandemic that we'll be able to return to just doing the classic audience in the auditorium kind of way we used to do theater? Or does this kind of shake things up in a way that, that we can't necessarily just go back to the tried and true? What I think it does is it expands our notion of what theater can be. Hmm. I don't think there's ever going to be a world where the digital theatrical work replaces the live experience of being in a theater. I think there's so many people, myself included, who are so passionate about that. The magic of every night the show is a new show because you'll never be able to replicate the exact same makeup of audience and artist. And that really the magic of theater is when, when artists meet when that energy collides. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we're ever going to go back to a world where artists aren't exploring beyond the stage too, and where theaters are not exploring beyond the stage. We were so thrilled with our drive-through experience this winter and have already called heard calls and demands for us to do it again so that um, 
uh, our, our young audiences will be able to experience both theater indoors and outdoors. And so I do think that there is this fundamental opening and broadening of what the audience understands the possibilities of theater to be hmm. that we will not erase. Hmm. Hannah, I, d- I did want to ask you a more personal question. You mentioned that you had a baby during this pandemic. Uh, that was seven months ago. Yes. <laughs> it seemed like in some ways this timing might have been really good for you. In a way, it was good for nobody else. Has it been nice to just have that that time to nest rather than having to be rushing to live theater all the time in, in the way your job would normally require? It's been very different. You know, the reality is that uh, it's still been nonstop work thinking about not just for St. Louis, but specifically for the Repertory Theater St. Louis, but also being in conversations with my colleagues nationally about how our industry reemerges. And Mm. so there's not been any um, lack of work or hours. What has been wonderful is that even right now, I am speaking to you from the rocking chair in my daughter's nursery. And she's been on uh, many Zoom meetings. She particularly loves finance meetings. When she starts, when you start talking money, she wants to talk back to you. So I think I might have a budding accountant or a CFO. Um, but that has been a gift, right? That I've been able to really be invested in my industry's future and the sustainability of the Repertory Theater of St. Louis and arts in the St. Louis community. And I've also been able to be a really present mother, which would not have been able to happen in the same way if we weren't in this upside down uh, year. Mm. Um, And so I have a lot of gratitude. I'm a glass half full kind of person in general, but I have a lot of gratitude for uh, being able to have dinner with my family every night, which also a life in the theater doesn't often give Mm you. Um, And to be able to be invested in work like uh, this exciting new work by the Telephonic Literary Union. Well, I'm so happy to hear that, and I'm glad this has been a good period for you um, as as a, a mother of this seven-month-old. So congratulations on that, and thank you so much for joining us today thank to you. share about human resources. Well, I hope that everyone loves it. It's running until April uh, 11th, and I look forward to hearing from folks. Please, if you do uh, join us for the human resources experience, we want to hear feedback on where you, uh, what your experience was, if you got that little magic Easter egg, um, and what your takeaways were from this very unique auditory experience. All right. Well, I'm going to go hunt for that Easter egg myself. And if other people are interested in doing the same, you can find out more about this at repstl.org. The show is called Human Resources. Tickets are just $7. Let's go into the break with Zaniba Now's song, Stay on the Line. This is actually the hold music for the show Human Resources. Stay on the line. trying to reach. I don't know your wait time and I know we're trapped in this same system but I don't know what the shit they put you through and I just want to let you know I see you and I figure while we're all out here on a, some slave to the rhythm shit, might as well just get a little loose with it right?
coming up next, Radio Resistance. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.